Wake up, my queens. Hi, I am Empress Sharon Eam, bringing the truth of our stolen history. The mothership has landed. She is your modern-day Noah's Ark, bringing knowledge and understanding of your lost past. Get ready for enlightenment with eyes can see. In order that, you know, um, we can all be on the same page with who we are, why this is all happening to us, and formulate some type of plan on how we're going to come out of this, you all. You know what? Everything is already here that we need. Yahweh says, first of all, we can find out who we are according to the Bible. Now, it's going to take the Bible to get us up out of this. Uh, and for you who don't believe that, I don't know what to tell you. All I know is that scriptures do say in Isaiah 10 and 20 that we'll all stop trusting on our captors and that we will all start to trust in the word of God. So that's what I'm going to uh, leave this, this as. I'm going to believe just what the word of God says because this is, you know, if we look at these things through our natural eyes, then it will make you afraid. It may, I, I don't know. It, it gives you so many emotions. You don't know which ones to act off of. That the police department has turned against us. That the white people in this, in this world has, well, in this land, in America, has turned against us. What are we supposed to do when these people come and attack us? When they come and do it unfairly, what are we supposed to do? You know, how are we supposed to handle this? So, I mean, uh, we, we need to figure something out, and we need to figure it out soon, you know, uh, because things are not going to get any better for us under this present uh, satanic administration. This is Gentile rule that we are living in. And we're at the end of this thing. Uh, we were brought into this situation 400 years ago when the, it all started. You know, with these racist mindsets against us. So you still have an element in this country and even the president is standing for this element in this country. So it is up to us to figure out how we're going to come out of this because we're the people whose heads are on the chopping block, okay? Uh, so we need to get it together as a people and uh, come up with something that's going to work for us. So uh, because basically, like I said, they do not want to change. They do not want change to come after 400 years of racist behavior, but rather attack us for speaking out you know, as well as killing or injuring the protesters. Our lives mean nothing to them. There is an evil entity over the police department. It has always been there since its inception. This is Satan's kingdom for sure, and that the enemy can kill us and get away with it. Yahweh is certainly keeping count. We are standing for righteousness. We want them to stop killing us, but they keep attacking us because we want change. So, so Yahweh says his face has turned back to his descendants of the children of Israel. You can find that in Ezekiel 39, 28, and 29. And that scripture reads, then they will know that I am their God when I regather them to their own land. Not leaving any of them behind after their exile among the nations. 
and I will no longer hide my face from them. For I will pour out my spirit on the house of Israel, declares the Lord God. See, when all this happened, Yahweh turned his, his face to us. He had his face turned to us, and he had his hands stretched out. So, my thing is, is that, is that um, we have to learn, we have to learn that, that um, we're not who these people say that we are. First of all, we need to know that and put that in, in you know, in perspective. That, that you know, um, we're thinking that we're Negroes. We're thinking that we're just who, you know, uh, these people say we are. And that this punishment that we're under, this 400 years, that this is a part of, of not, not our captivity, but it's a part of our identity. That's not true. We're not... A living well we are a living allegory but we are not identified as Hagar's children we're not identified with the slave woman we're identified with a free woman who is Sarah that is who we are as a people but we had to go through a punishment you all so that is why we find ourselves here but see that punishment was between us and Yahweh it was not between us and man, but man inserted himself in Yahweh's business because that's how Satan would have it. And he used, Satan used this, this group of people against us to steal our identity and to steal all the treasures and wealth and the authority Yahweh gave us. But Yahweh used this time where he allowed Satan to do this for our punishment. Because Yahweh said that we had to go into the furnace of affliction. Where we in the furnace of affliction, y'all. And we eating the bread of adversity. We've already had the waters of affliction. And that still happens to some of our people who are still finding themselves going into slavery nowadays. When you look at the continent of Africa. How people from, you know, certain parts of Africa still have to face slavery. Where they still have to have the afflictions of of, of, of uh, the waters of affliction as well. They might not be, you know, uh, uh, chained down to the to, to the belly of slave ships, but it's still the water of affliction because you no longer have your freedom. You're no longer able to, you know, do the thing you want to do for you. Now, you have to give your life to another person or people, you know, to be about what they want, want you to be about. In captivity to work for them to make them all the money. You see, this thing is based on greed. It's based on money. So that's another thing. We became capitalism for them. So, you know, we need to change all of this stuff around. But let me get more into my message. So, uh, um, as I said, Yahweh has turned his face back to his descendants, back to his children. Uh, he know who he left in captivity, everybody. See, everybody thinking that these Jewish people are the people he left in captivity. Do you see those people in captivity nowadays? Yahweh's children, you can find them in captivity. So, uh, we don't have to guess. We don't have to, you know, uh, 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 um, try to, to, to prove, you know, that, that uh, the Jewish people are not you know, the children of Israel, the story itself will line up and prove that they are not. You can look at Genesis 9 and 27, which tells us that Yaphet will live in the tents of Shem. Now, uh, if they say they're Shem, where's that 400 years of captivity? Because the 400 years of captivity is found under Shem, you all. Shem's descendants. So who else got 400 years of captivity in these end times? Know how to find yourself. Know how to identify with who you truly are. Come on, we're not just relying on the stories that they have told us up until this point. Up until this point, they told us that their people are the people of the Bible. And we know that couldn't be true because we know that the Bible, the identification of the people in the Bible in ancient times do not even line up with what has even happened to Caucasian people up until this point. 
So come on, all we have to do is read the word of God. Our story is in there. So we learn to use the word of Yahweh. Then when we learn to use the word of Yahweh, then we will, do, then he will do the rest. All he wants us to do is give him back his word, you all. This is all about the punishment he sent us through. So just as he sent us through this punishment, he also left us a way out. He wants to show himself strong through us as a people. We must speak the scriptures and say what, what, uh, uh, say what he says about Judah being restored. Say what, what God's word says about Judah being restored. We must agree with scripture. The scripture says that there will be 12,000 uh, per tribe of the remnant. That's coming out, you know, of everywhere we've been scattered, everybody. So that means a small number of us will survive in America. Do y'all see how this thing is, is, is lining up? Do y'all see how, you know, uh, there will only be a small remnant of us coming up out of America? The police is making their mark on us now. And then black on black crime between the two of them. Come on, y'all. So uh, we need to formulate a plan, Black America. It has already started along with the plagues, the wildfires, and the tragic, tragic storms. The earth is going through birth pains. So many major things are happening all at the same time. Yahweh trying to get our attention, y'all. This is his world. He created this. Genesis 15 and 14 says that Yahweh will visit those who put us in bondage. Now, this thing is written. All we have to do is wake up to what is written, y'all. So, Yahweh says, okay, I got some things out of place here. Let me get my, my papers in order. The Republican says, that they are the beacon of hope for America. I was watching them last night on television and listening to what they have to offer. Hmm. So if they are the beacon of hope for America, if that's true, then why are we facing all these social ills that we are confronted with daily? Why is this pandemic out of control? And it is is being viewed as if it's over, as it's, as if it's in our rear view. That's how this present administration is looking at it. That we've come through the worst of it. That this thing is behind us. They talk as if it's over already. And we're still going through. Wow. An epidemic that is now behind us. So uh, now, so they say when people are still dying... Because they have mishandled it. So they're saying these things because they mishandled, you know, the whole virus epidemic. So now they want to they wanna try to make you think, oh, well, it's not as serious as it really is. And that it's, it's, it's basically behind us. It's gone. It's, you know, a thing of the past. No, this thing is still upon us. It's still a plague. Yahweh is trying to get the world's attention. And he will have his way. Regardless to what man says. So they are telling you that the Democrats are going to do all the bad things to society that this present administration is presently doing. Everything that the, that the uh, uh, Republicans are saying negative about the Democrats, the Republicans are actually doing these things right now. So <laughs> what kind of story y'all trying to sell us? And what kind of picture y'all are trying to paint? Because y'all are actually living out the picture. We're living out these pictures that you're painting that you're trying to put on the Democrat. The Democrats, that we are actually living out these things right now. So this is nothing that the Democrats is going to do. This is something that the Republicans are doing. The leader of the free world is a liar. And it's teaching our children that it is okay to lie. And if you get caught, blame someone else. The police are killing our people. 
And the Republican wants to tell everybody that the protests and Black Lives Matter are all evil. Hmm. Which is crazy. Lawless, which are, are, are evil and lawless group. We know that these are characteristics of Satan. Who goes against the people who are already down? I mean, how could they do this? How can they go against a people who are already down to keep them in that position forever and to kill them at will? That's exactly what's going on, y'all. We already are, are the tail. They already got their foot on our neck. They don't want us to get up. They don't want us to change positions. They want to keep us in the same position that we are in right now. As I said before, it seems to me they are doing uh, uh, sacrifices to Satan. You know, every time they kill one of our people. Because what are they really getting out of killing our people? I don't understand what's the big deal about killing us. Is it a wager that they bet or is it some type of club that they in that they, they must kill blacks or some kind of reward that they're getting to, to, to kill black people? What is it? What kind of prize, you know, is in it for them? I'm telling you all what this is all about. It's about your identity. Your identity is hidden for a reason. This is about who you are as a people. That is why they're killing you. You are about to turn things around, to wake up, turn things around, and get in your rightful place. So by getting in your rightful place, then that draws Satan to come out and kill you because he's mad at us as a people. He wants to bring all mankind down. But remember, Yahweh left his children in the earth, which is, which is a, a group of people and Yahweh chose out of the earth. He chose us. We did not choose him. He chose us to be his people. Then he put, he put his specialness upon us. That's why I said we have black girl magic. That's why we say we have a prowess. You know, a certain prowess about anything that our hands touch. We prosper and have good success. We exceed. We go beyond. We go above and beyond because his mark is on us. That God key is on us. That hair and skin is the God key. The melanated skin and the woolly hair. That's the God key, y'all. They don't want us to wake up to our true identity. That's why our people are being killed. Because Yahweh is coming back for a remnant. As I said, he know who he left in captivity. He know, well, he know who he left and he sent into captivity. And who he must redeem out of captivity. He knows. He knows that he left his people a track record. That they have been going back and forth out of captivity through their whole duration of time since he chose them as his people in the earth. We have a mark upon us. We can look back over time and see, hey, our people went through these same things all throughout our historical time. Okay, so where is that information that they have to say that this is them? Where's their, their records to prove that, that their people have gone through these numerous captivities, just like we have? Come on, y'all. Let's wake up, 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 wake up. Come on, y'all. So uh, they talk about how the looters have taken over the cause of black lives uh, being killed. Uh, black so it's like, because of all the noise, our black lives don't matter. It don't matter that we being killed. Because the naysayers, Satan's people, is going to turn it around on us and focus the attention on the looters, which they send their people in to, be all, to do all these lootings and, 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 and you know, all, all, of this, all of this other stuff to take the focus off the real cause. But that's all right. Yahweh says, we coming through this thing. Now, whose report do you choose to believe? We coming through this thing, y'all. Just know, we coming through. 
a remnant must come out of this. So the Democrats are not much better. Democrat or Republican. All these people are against us, y'all, because this system was never set up for us. Remember, this is a system we were brought in to. So they're just as racist as the Republicans. Republican or Democrat, it don't make a doggone difference. Yes, we had to get on board with somebody's team because we had to come through this thing for 400 years. But now we're at, we at the end of this thing, y'all. And Democrat or Republican, neither one. Neither one is going to help us at this point because we're coming up out of a thing. In fact, you're going to see America get torn down. You're going to see America go through a war. Democrat or Republican, what, the, what, what, what is that really going to mean then? Because we're going to come up out of this. There's something else waiting for us. We did not come to America to stay. We came to fulfill a punishment of 400 years. We're at the end of that thing. It's time to move on to that something greater, y'all. Yahweh says that we are exiles. Exiles. Y'all know what exiles mean. This ain't our homeland. Even though we were born here for 400 years, you know, we became native of this land because we've been here for 400 years. This ain't our land. We have a land. Just like every people upon the earth have a place they came from. We do too. And Yahweh is going to take us back to where we came from. He's going to gather us. Gather us, y'all. The wilderness of nations is next for us. Don't get stuck being a Democrat or Republican or Independent or a Green Party or whoever you are. Don't get stuck with that. This system was never, ever, ever meant for us. It was meant to, to uh, put us in cap captivity and to put bondage on us, but it was not meant for us. That's why it has to be torn down. There is no, no rebuilding this system. You got to dismantle the whole darn thing, tear it down. This is Satan's kingdom. It's called Gentile rule. How we going to get good out of bad? You can't. Remember, a little yeast affects the whole loaf. You put a little yeast in, in the flour. You know what? The whole thing got yeast in it. Same thing with this kingdom. Ain't no, no, no uh, taking out certain parts and instituting this part. Uh, no. It's got to be dismantled. Me taken down. This whole thing got to be torn down to the root, to its foundation. It's got to be torn down. So remember, our captivity is very significant because Scripture proves who we are after 2,000 years of being exiled and 400 years of captivity. That's us, y'all. That's us, 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 right here, right here. We're hidden. That's us. Scripture proves that we have been here for 2,000 years as the children of Israel and that, that, we're been, that, that we've been in exile for 2,000 years and that we've been in captivity for, for 400 years. So we are in the midst of a spiritual warfare battle. We don't know how powerful we are as spirit beings in flesh bodies being alive in this earth for such a time as this it's very significant y'all that we are spirit beings being in this earth realm that is so significant y'all i keep iterating that we are spirit beings in a flesh body having a natural having a, 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 a natural, you know, uh, 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 living in these natural bodies. I'm going to put it like that because I can't get all my words together. But anyway, we're spirit beings in natural flesh bodies having a natural experience. Okay? So to be spirit in a flesh body, that means everything. And we must know that that means everything. We must know what that means and why. 
So when we follow the spirit that is guiding us or that we lend ourselves to, then we begin to, you know, ex uh, 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 exhibit those behaviors, you know, uh, uh, that makes us either good or bad, that makes us that, that makes us either, you know, good or evil. So there's no in-between. You know, Yahweh says there's no in-between. He says if a person is in-between, then that would make that person, well, I'm saying this. If a person is in-between, that would make a person a snake. Okay? Because you, you got to choose to either be good or bad. You can't be no in-between. Yahweh say he'll spew you out of his mouth. So you got to choose a side. You either good or you evil. And these racist police ain't none good about them. So don't think that you're getting on the good side, you know, siding with them. Because this, this mess that they're lending their hearts to in this day and age, it is wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. And they're going to have to deal with that. They're going to have to pay for that. We are now dealing with evil spirits inhabiting these police. Whomever you lend your heart to is the characteristics that will show up, whether it be a loving spirit or an evil spirit. One of them will show up in your actions. Are these killings a sacrifice to Satan since this is his kingdom called Gentile rule? Now we start to see these Gentiles carrying weapons in the streets. Do they understand that black folks are tired? That we are not going to take it anymore? Satan is wearing out the saints and waking up a sleeping giant on schedule. Right on schedule, y'all. We a sleeping giant. <laughs> and by him, him wearing us out, killing us the way he doing, I mean, he got his police officers taking our lives or maiming us. Why? Wow. So we do have a date with destiny, y'all. Spiritual warfare battles starts in the mind and is manifested in the hearts of people in this natural realm. So we're dealing with demonic spirits uh, presenting themselves in the hearts of people who are willing and lends themselves to these evil demonic spirits. That's what's going on, y'all, with, with, you know, this black-on-black -black crime and with these police shooters. These people are pretty much, these people are pretty much using, these people are pretty much using, you know, um, their, uh, uh, wow. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, you know, this is really hard. This is really hard. This is really hard. This is hard. This is a hard place here. You know, that, that these people are, are, are acting out of, you know, their demonic passions. And what are you supposed to do about it? You know, I, Included a, 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 a scripture because I want you guys to know that we are we we are not left defenseless. We're not left defense defenseless at all. So Luke twenty two and thirty five through thirty seven, Jesus told told his apostles that he sent out into the world. He told them to take a sword with them. Now he was talking to the twelve. Told them to take a sword with them. You know, when they came back, after he had sent them out, and and uh, I'll read the scripture to you. But this is this is uh after he had sent them out. And then, you know, uh he told them to go go to, to go into the world. So during this time we are living in, we also need a sword with us, a natural weapon to fight, along with the spiritual weapons Yahweh gave us. So Luke 22, 35 and 37, and I, I took the New International Version. Then Jesus asked them, when I sent you without purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? They said, nothing. So he said to them, but now you have a purse, 
But now if you have a purse, take it. And also a bag. And if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. It is written. And as he was numbered with the transgressors. And I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. So yes, it is written. Oh, then yes, it is written about me. It's reaching its fulfillment. And yes, what is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. So Jesus was one of us. He had to, you know, he had to uh, 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 go through these adversities too. You know, they came for him. <laughs> and when they came for him, they brought a whole lot of people to come and arrest him with swords. Just like they bring a, bring a whole lot of police to come and arrest one black man. Or to come and see about one black person. They bring a whole bunch of black, I mean, bring a whole bunch of cops with them. They did Jesus the same way back in his time. So it is time to get your sword, swords prepared. Jesus faced the same dilemma in his day. He said that he they counted him as a transgressor during his time in the earth. So they counted him as, as doing something wrong. Just like Donald Trump is counting us as transgressors, they counted Jesus as a transgressor. I don't know how in the world Donald Trump can sit there and say that what we're doing is wrong. That is wrong. He is definitely for Satan. His characteristics show you whose side he is on. So... Uh, let me read uh, Luke 22, 52 through 53. Then Jesus said unto the chief priests and the captains of the temple and the elders, which were to come to him, be ye come out as against a thief with swords and staves. He says, and when I was daily with you in the temple, you stretched forth no hands against me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness this is what these police are operating in. The power of darkness. He says, but this is your hour. So talking to the police now today, this is your hour. Go ahead. Mess up like y'all messing up. Because I tell you, Yahweh giving us a plan. And when we come up with our plan, hope y'all ready. Because if you think that we just going to fall back, lay down and be sheep for the slaughter, you got the wrong group of people. That ain't us. We will not lay down and be sheep for nobody's slaughter. We've already been sheep for the slaughter. Yes, we're to repent, black folks. Yes, we are to repent. But the thing is, is in your repentance, you got to praise your way through. It's something that we got to do. Yahweh left us something to do. We can't just, we can't just, just walk around you know, thinking that 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 we're just supposed to, you know, pray and, and, and that's it. No, we're supposed to pray. We're supposed to praise. We're supposed to call things be not as though they were. We're supposed to take our sword like Jesus said. Yeah, go get that thing because uh, uh, we're going to need it in this time time and, and, and day. Uh, uh, a sword back then relates to a gun now in these times. So... We need to know what we need to be doing right about this time, you know, uh, our present time as we're going through this thing. Because the power of darkness is real and the power of darkness is showing its ugly head right now. So this goes all the way back to how we were brought here and the rules and laws that have a certain group of people that are still trying to enforce over us to dominate us. I have started adding pictures of what I see in the sky over my house. I always take pictures of the sky and have never seen these images before. Yahweh is making himself known. He is making himself really clear that he is alive and he is coming back for who he has claimed as the 12 tribes of Israel. And these pictures are in the, in the sky? Yeah. He's making himself known that an identity issue is going on and he's going to reveal whom the 12 tribes are so ain't nobody got to worry about it ain't nobody got to sit there and say oh no 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 these are the 12 tribes oh no 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 these are the 12 tribes oh no he gonna let you know exactly who they are because he said that he said that he would uh 
with this, he, that he was sealed. He told the angel to seal his children in their foreheads. So just know, he's gonna, he's gonna going to awaken the whole world up to who his children are. Now I pull, I may, I, I pull some reports on uh, demonic spirits. How, how can you tell, you know, uh, what you're dealing with with demonic spirits? So I pulled this this article from uh, Michael Bradley, and it's called "The Different Kinds of Demonic Spirits." And um, he wrote this two years ago, December 28, 2018. And you can get this from BibleKnowledge.com. Different kinds of demonic spirits. So he says, the first basic rule of any type of warfare, whether it be spiritual warfare or natural warfare, is to know your enemy and knowing the basic function names of the demons who are out there will give you a good head start as their function names will tell you how they are playing that person along with providing you with clues as to what their legal rights may be on that person. And this article, I'm going to give you some, he says, I'm going to give you some of the basic groupings that will show you different areas that demons would like to target once they move in on a person. Here they are in a bolded, numbered format, so you can have all of them right at the top of this article. So he says they are called murder, the occult, lust, pride, mental health, unforgiveness, sickness, different kinds of vices, and false religions. He says these specific areas are some of the major areas that demons will try and target once they move in for an attack on someone. These are the games the demons will play and try and will try and play on us. And these are real life and death games, not fun type games. This is why the Bible tells us to always be sober, vigilant, and alert for any kind of demonic activity that could set in on or either that could set in on either of us or any of our close loved ones. Now I will go ahead and discuss each of, of these, each one of these groups under the captions below so that you can see how demons will try and operate against you. Here are the main groups and the function names of the demons operating in each of these specific groups. These demons are still, to this day, roaming in the air trying to attack us anytime they see a hole occurs in our protective hedge with the Lord. Also note that demons can play more than one of these games on any one individual person. So I'm pretty much sticking with murder. I'm going to tell you how to identify that murdering spirit. You know, uh, uh, a spirit uh, of demonic, you know, um, oppression that has murder attached to it. Okay, the spirit of murder. These type of demons and the ones who specialize in the occult are the two worst kinds of demons you could ever come across. In this first group are the demons who specialize in trying to set people up to murder and kill. This will include demons who will try and get people to either kill themselves in the form of a suicide or kill other people in cold-blooded murders. There is not a day that goes by where we do not see report reported on our local news station the murder or suicide of individual people in this life. In fact, it is so common and so prevalent that we have become literally desensitized to all of it since we hear, hear about it so much on a daily basis. It is only when it happens to someone who may be close to us that we are given the full realization of how evil of an act murder and suicide really is. And if it should happen to, to a very close loved one like your child, your spouse, or a parent, it will rip your heart into a million pieces and leave a hole in your soul that will never fully go away until you cross over to the other side to be with Jesus for all of eternity. Through the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, God can help heal the emotional wounds of this kind of trauma. But you will never lose the actual memory of the event or the sadness at losing a close 
loved ones, such as a horrible, evil, and senseless fashion. The Bible has already given us fair warning that Satan and his demons have come to kill, steal, and destroy. And until Jesus comes back to set up his millennial kingdom, millennial kingdom, from the city of Jerusalem, we are all going to have to battle this kind of evil reality on a regular basis, whether we like it or not. As such, it will really help everyone if they can learn how the enemy will try and operate against them. Here are some of the main function names of the demons who specializes in this kind of evil, extreme evil activity. Murder, hate, rage, anger, violence, death, revenge, destruction, darkness, suicide, jealousy, sadism, and fighting. Okay, so as we have said before, demons usually travel in groups and clusters with one demon being the chief demon and the rest of the demons being his underlings under his direct control and direction. In many of these types of cases, the chief demon will be a spirit of murder and then he will have his underlings having some of the function names listed above. Then will they will then move in instead of shop on someone if they have appropriate legal rights to be able to do so. They will then try and work and play that person over a period of time to either try and get them to kill themselves or other people or possibly both. As murder suicides are still very common in this day and age. Again, in most of these cases, the person is not in a fully possessed state. They still have most, if not all of their senses fully intact and no basic rights from wrong. The demons will be implant their thoughts, their suggestions, their pictures in their mind's eye and their strategies on how to do this. But the person can still resist these types of evil temptations at any time and choose not to act out on them. Demons cannot make you do anything against your own free will. All they can do is try and persuade you to do it, along with trying to give you the actual desire and compulsion to want to do it. See, it's a choice from there. It's up to you to act on it or not. They will want you to go all the way through with it and actually act out on these evil desires being implanted into them by the demons. It simply amazes me how so many people will blindly follow these kinds of evil demonic suggestions and promptings and actually carry out acts of pure cold-blooded murders on either themselves or anyone else the demons have targeted for them. Just because you get an evil thought or an evil desire or kill either yourself or someone else does not mean that you have to actually try and carry it out. Again, people need to be taught the basics on how demons will try and play mind games with you so that they can get you to do their evil bidding. The mind is the battlefield in the area of spiritual warfare. With both demons and God tying to reach you through your mind, God will be working in you to transform and renew your mind through his word. And demons will be trying to reach your mind so that they can get you to act out on their evil suggestions. So how do you deal with an evil person, y'all? One, set limits. Evil and toxic people will wallow in their problems and won't care about yours. You'll feel pressure to listen to their complaining and negativity, but don't get sucked in. You can avoid this by setting limits and distancing yourself when necessary. When they're complaining about someone, ask how they intend to fix the problem. They won't have an answer and you can end the conversation. Number two, don't die in the fight. You'll feel a lot of unchecked emotions when you talk to an evil person. Don't let that emotion get the better of you. Stay calm and collected and realize that they're just evil and you're not. Be mindful about the way you're reacting and take the higher ground. Number three, rise above and don't get sucked in. Evil and toxic people can drive you mad because their behavior doesn't make sense. So remember, when their behavior has no logical reason to it, why would you let yourself get sucked into it? Get away from them emotionally. You don't need to respond. Number four, 
Stay away from your emotions. You can stop someone from pushing your buttons, but staying aware of your feelings. Look at your reactions. Take a step back and ask yourself, what's the rational way to respond? This is a time when practicing mindfulness and being aware of yourself without negatively judging is handy. Establish boundaries. Just because you have to engage with a toxic and evil person at work doesn't mean you have to be friends with them. Establish your boundaries. Establish your boundaries and stick to them. Don't let anyone limit your joy. You're in charge of your experience of reality. Okay, you're in charge. Okay, you're in charge of your experience of reality. Don't let someone who is irrational and evil ruin your day. Choose to see the things that you want to see in life and ignore all else. This is your shit and you're in charge of where it sails. Focus on solutions and not problems. Don't just focus on the hor horrible characteristics of this evil person. Choose to look at the solutions. How you can avoid spending time with this person. How you can avoid getting locked in conversations with them. In conclusion, if you know anyone who matches this criteria, then it's best that you stay away. Evil people don't care about other people's feelings. And they all have no remorse in getting what they want. If you can't get away from evil and toxic people, then I suggest you have a look into the scriptures for your answers. So our present day dilemmas. The president is fighting us when these were our beginnings here in America. Uh, let me back up a minute. So what I just read to you were uh, how you can, you know, uh, identify toxic, evil people, you know, demonic spirits. And what you can do about them. So we don't have to be stuck, you know, with uh, dealing with toxic, e evil people. We can have, you know, a plan on how to deal with them. You know, so these were just some of the things that you can do, you know, in dealing with them. And then using the word of God. <laughs> hey, that works all the time. So our present day dilemma. The president is fighting us when these were our beginnings here in America. Why is he against us when we say that we want the police to stop killing us and to protect our communities with a black-initiated crime in our inner-city communities? Why can't they just deal with that? Why they got to kill, you know, uh, our people? You know, good and bad. They just kill everybody. It don't make no sense. So why is it that a 17-year-old white teenager can carry a long uh, automatic weapon and kill people and give police and, and then the police would give him you know gave him a bottle of water and then told you know the vigilantes that were out there even in him you know thank you for their help come on Yahweh is not pleased with that uh, they are a government, government entity that's supposed to be there to serve and protect but they're killing us at random Yahweh is not pleased with that they're going to have to reap what they sow. In whatever form it comes to them, they will reap what they sow. The government is supposed to protect us, not allow the evil element in this country who wants to kill us have their way. Do they really want to start a war? We are under bondage to this. We are not under bondage to this system anymore. So we're not worried about, you know, uh, what can be done to us because we're tired of being killed. Uh, we're not going to just sit back and just get killed. See, the 400 years is up. That was the thing that was keeping us tied to this. Now that these 400 years are up, oh, game change. New, new rules. New rules apply. And y'all need to know that. You know, the world needs to know new rules apply. That we no longer are under those same bondages and, you know, that, that held us under this captivity. Yeah, we still might be in, in captivity, but we ain't under that bondage no more. So, uh, you people need to wake up. That is why we're facing the tumultuous times that we're experiencing, and racism must be torn down. Yahweh already has plans for America. 
When he finishes with her, she will not stand strong at all anymore. She will become defeated according to scripture. A wasteland. Look at how she look at how they took it from the indigenous people who were already here in America. Nothing good could come from that. Nothing good could come from what what how America was formed. Can't nothing good come from it because it is in Gentile rule. She's a part of Gentile rule, and Gentile rule must be torn down. So ain't no remaking America, y'all. America is done for. According to scripture, she's done for. We became enslaved people, slave descendants, uh, uh, the Hebrews, who were stolen from their families and put in shackles, made naked and ashamed, bought over to the Americas in the waters of affliction, being transported in the bellies of slave ships. Then were enslaved when we were brought onto America's soil, eating the bread of adversity. Why were we stripped of our identity, our names, languages that we spoke and wrote in? Why hide where we came from? Why were we assigned the name Negro and our identity given to another fulfilling uh, Genesis 9 and 27? We are the living allegory being represented as Hagar's children. We were not born as slaves. We were not captured. We were not captured. Oh, we were captured and made slaves to fulfill prophecy, which, you know, is going on over our lives right now. Um, we were connected to a covenant with Yahweh. That's Jeremiah 33, 25, and 26. We're still under that covenant, y'all. Uh, the covenant with David. This is what the Lord says. If I have not established my covenant with the day and the night and the fixed order of the heaven and earth, then I would also reject the seed of Jacob and of my servant David, so as not to take from his descendants rulers over the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will restore them from captivity and have compassion on them. You can read that in the Berean Bible, y'all. He says that he will take, you know, uh, the rulers, descendants uh, from his descendants, rulers over the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So we are to rule over all of them, y'all. Come on, know who you are. We have a covenant with Yahweh. It has not ended. He only sent us through our punishment. Now we have to come. Now, now we're still in this covenant where he's bringing us out of this exile and sending us back into our own land. So Exodus 6, 5 through 6. Furthermore, I have heard the groanings of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians are enslaving. And I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, tell the Israelites, he said to them, okay, wait, no, I have the wrong page. Sorry, y'all. Okay. He says, uh, therefore tell the Israelites, I am the Lord and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians and deliver you from their bondage. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. We are witnessing those acts of judgment y'all with the weather system the wildfires and and and, and the plagues come on y'all acts of judgment we are still under covenant and yahweh is coming back for us to make known to the world who america really has has had in captivity for the past 400 years we can find our ancestors in the archaeology museum that proves our identity. And our story is in the Bible as well with historical records. Too many breadcrumbs were left, y'all, for us to find our way back to our true identity of who we really are. Because we were mislabeled and misnamed as a people does not make it true or make it stick as our identity. So the Negro name will not stick. It ain't a true identity of us. So why does the church sit back and stay silent on the killing of Jacob and Israel, on the Hebrews, on us, y'all? Why the church sitting back being quiet? And I want—I'm talking about them evangelical churches too. We are the tribe of Judah in the Americas. This war is not on us as a people per se. It is against Yahweh. We just happen to be the earthly representation of Him. When the world touches us, they are touching Him. The world is in trouble, hence Jacob's trouble for touching the apple of Yahweh's eye. 
There's no teachings being done on the restoration of the 12 tribes of Israel. Why is there no teachings about them in this end time age? Since the Bible is all about them being restored from their fall. Why isn't it being teaching? And then why is the church teaching the replacement theory instead? Yahweh said he was going to redeem the 12 tribes. So why is the replacement theory being taught? Again, another one of Satan's ploys. So how should we deal with the present day problem facing our people in America? Do what Jesus would do or what he said to do. That is to buy you a sword, y'all. Translated in today's vernacular, a gun. Okay, a weapon for this natural ram. You have to buy a weapon for this natural ram. So Luke 22, 35 and 37. Okay, I read that to you guys about uh, going to buy a sword, y'all. Uh, let's see. Then Jesus said, said to them, when I sent you out without purse and sandal, did you like anything? They said nothing. Okay, so he said to them, but now if you have a purse, take it and also a bag. And if you ha don't have a sword, sell your cloak and, and buy one. It is written that he is numbered with the transgressors. So, hey, y'all. Jesus was numbered along with the transgressors with us too, y'all. And he's calling it the powers of darkness. So uh, I just wanted to leave this with you guys. You know, I'm going to go over just a little more because I want you all to know who you are and whose you are. That you can look up numbers. Here's some scriptures, you know, that will remind you that you are the tribe of Judah. That this is how you are royalty. Uh, here's your proof from Yahweh's established word written in the earth. That numbers 24 and 17, I see him, but now, not now. I behold him, but not near. A star will come forth from Jacob, and a scepter will arise from Israel. He will crush the skulls of Moab and strike down all the sons. So y'all, see, I'm showing you guys that Judah, it, you know, that the scepter, that royalty will always be with the tribe of Judah. That, that uh, we are royalty. Okay, so Psalms 60 and 7. Galat is mine, Manassas is mine, Ephraim is my helmet, and Judah is my scepter. Psalm 72 and 8. May he rule from sea to sea, and from the Euphrates, and the end of the earth. Uh, Psalms 108 and 8. Galat is mine, Manassas is mine, Ephraim is my helmet, and Judah is my scepter. That's the same as Psalm 60 and 7. Isaiah 49 and 6. He says, it is not enough for you to be my servant, to be raised up the tribes, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the protective ones of Israel. I will also make you a light for the nations to bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. Light, pineal gland, light up y'all. That's us. Very soon to happen. Numbers 24 and 17. I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not nigh. I read that one already. Us, uh, I read that one. Okay, so tribes of Judah, know who you are. Genesis 49, 9 through 10. Jacob blesses his son. Judah is a young lion, my son. You will return, you return from the prey. Like a lion, he crouches and lies down. Like a lioness, who dares to rouse him? The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the staff from between his feet, until Shiloh comes. And the allegiance of the nations is his. So they want to arouse Jacob, y'all. I mean, they want to arouse Judah. We're in America. So they're ready to arouse us, y'all. And when they arouse us, I hope we are ready to pounce. So check out the sign Yahweh sent in the cloud to the tribe of Judah on my Facebook page. I took a picture and it was an actual lion's cub face in the clouds y'all need to see this check out my facebook page for that picture because Yahweh is sending his signs in the cloud to let us know it's time y'all for the second exodus is soon upon us uh wake up jacob your name is israel so let us prepare so we have come to the end of another broadcast of eyes can see so you guys stay blessed and you enjoy your day and I look forward to seeing you all on, uh, on another broadcast. 
So please share. Remember to share. Share, 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 share. Share this live video that this will go viral and that we will all come and be on the same page together as the 12 tribes of Israel. So goodbye for now. Be blessed.